Hello, friends. Dr. Joseph coming to you for a reading through the Psalms. <clears throat> and I'm excited to join you today as we're going to be reading through God's Word. And I'm going to be reading out of the New International Version. And so uh, let me just read through this uh, this passage, and, uh, and then we will uh, have some comments. So it says in verse 1, An oracle is within my heart concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. There is no fear of God before his eyes. For in his own eyes he flatters himself, too much to detect or hate his sin. The words of his mouth are wicked and deceitful. He has ceased to be wise and to do good. Even on his bed he plots evil. He commits himself to a sinful course and does not reject what is wrong. Listen verse 5. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the skies, your righteousness is like the mighty mountains, your justice like the great deep. O Lord, you preserve both man and beast. How priceless is your unfailing love. Both high and low among men find refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Continue your love to those who know you, your righteousness to the upright in heart. May the foot of the proud not come against me, nor the hand of the wicked drive me away. See how the evildoers lie fallen, thrown down, not able to rise. Whenever we come to uh, this passage, we see the introduction of this it involves a, uh, a reflection upon um, upon those that live a sinful life. He's talking about the sin of the wicked. And he begins in saying, verse 1, there's no fear of God. It says in Psalm 4, Psalm 4 verse 1 and 14, 1, the fool says in his heart that there is no God. And that's the same thing with having no fear of God. It's almost as living as if God does not exist. That, that's a sin in that way. And and then in verse 2, for in his own eyes, he flatters himself. He, he deceives himself in, in how he lives. Uh, and, it, and the way they talk about it is it's, it's almost too much to detect or hate his, or, or hate his sin. Uh, it means that it's, it's, being, uh, it's uncovering itself, just this hatred that's out there. And it says the words of the mouth are wicked and deceitful. He's ceased to uh, to be wise and to do good. He's focused on evil, even to the point of where uh, at a time that he's supposed to be resting and relaxing, he's thinking about how he can do more evil, how he's plotting that. And not only is he plotting that, but he's committed his life to living this sinful course, as it says there in the uh, the word there is uh, another word for journey. He's on this journey of of wanting to live sinful in that way, and he does not reject what is wrong. He does not reject evil. He welcomes it. He brings it in in, in that way. And so here it is, this sinful person, this sinful way of living that is, it's, spoken of it's seen it's uh it's committed a, a life that's committed to this well what is the answer to a sinful life an answer to a sinful life is the love of god 
You see, whenever we are just overwhelmed with the love of God, then that's whenever our hearts are changed. Because why? We see how it was God's love that sent Jesus Christ to the cross. It was God's love that he had for us. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son to what? Die on the cross for our sin. And so that means then that his love is amazing. It's unbelievable. It's It reaches to the heavens. It talks about Ephesians 3. It's height, it's width, it's depth, it's, it's breadth. It's unbelievable because while it reaches high, it's and along with his love is his faithfulness, right? His faithfulness is, is, means that his love is enduring through all things. And along with his love is his righteousness. Because why? It's just love that he's showing. It's his mighty love. It's just love. And it's a preserving love that he has. It sustains us through all things. There's no price you can put on his love. You can't go out and buy his love, you are the one that were bought with a price, according to First Peter. And so what then are we to do? It says in, in verse 7, what? Find refuge in the shadow of his wings. Find refuge in the presence of God. Feast on his grace, the abundance of his house. Because why? Because with him there is life. And not just a little bit of life, but it says in verse 9, it's a fountain of life. And it's a fountain of life that reveals his light, his goodness. And he says, continue your love to those who know you. May it never end. May we never forget about it. And with that comes his protection. No matter what happens, just like similar to what we talked about in Psalm 35, no matter who comes against us or tries to speak against us, what can we do that we can know that we are protected and secure in the love of God? And that is what sustains us through all things. Praise the Lord for his love. I'm so grateful that we can just stop and just think about his love today. And friends, listen, let me just tell you, you may be right now on that sinful course. It may look like in your life that maybe you're just been, uh, you've been plotting sin. It seems like you are on, you're in this committed lifestyle. It seems that you are uh, trying to set your journey towards sin, whether you realize or not. And friend, let me just tell you, it's the grace and the love of God that can transform your life. It's not about you being good. It's not about you trying to change yourself from the outside to in. Friend, you need a heart transplant. You need a heart transformation. And listen, that begins with understanding the love of God that was shown through Jesus Christ. Friends, thank you again for this time of just digging in in God's word and uh, just excited to be able to join with you continually every single day. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless. Talk to you then.